Hi everyone, I want to thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. I'm Lou, and today I'm joined with my two close friends from college, Henry and Hank. Uh, Today's episode is actually one that was recorded in May, so I apologize in advance for any inconsistencies in our references and time. Despite that, I hope you enjoy. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How about you guys? Hanging in there. All right. I like the haircut guy. Uh, not, let's not talk about my haircut. My granddad my granddad gave me a trim and let's just say... No, it looks good. It actually looks good. No, if you look at the sides and the back, I really do scream 1940s. No, my, uh, my girlfriend hated it and she went up to her mother and then and started not, not crying. But oh, she, Lord. Oh, really? She hated it that much? She hates it that much. Yeah. I mean, hair grows back. Like, oh uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, thankfully, but I was just like, look, if you dislike it that much, maybe I should shave it off. It would have been worse. No, no, no. It's worse if you get a buzz cut. I've had a buzz cut before. I mean, that'll be awful. You can't do no, that. They <laughs> look really bad. I'm telling you, dude. Buzz cuts are never, never the answer. She said, if I get a buzz cut, then um. She's going to get one as well. So that honestly makes much, a lot of sense in my eyes. So I'm not going to do See, that. See, then you guys are going to be walking around campus like a pair of neo-Nazis, scaring kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's that's the last thing I want to do in this day and age. I just want to, I just want to be friendly and just like <laughs> non-controversial. Yeah, definitely not a good time to be dressed up like a neo-Nazi. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Hell no. I'm going to be a bad, I'm going to be a, bad representation of Cornell. I'm going to tell you that now. Well, Hank, all I've got to say is you represent the uh, Cornell Hotel School. Yeah, I do. Okay. I guess I kind of represent this. Yes. 500, 600 kids? Somewhere around there. I honestly don't really know. I think it's about 200 per grade. Okay. So like 800 kids and that's what? 1,000 people. So you only represent what? I'm not going to do math right now. My brain's my brain's but you're talking about the entirety of Cornell or the hotel school? Because there's also, there's also a grad school component. How about we just move on from what you represent? Because you just... <laughs> okay, so to start, I thought we would go around and, like, say our names, <laughs> where we're from, what our majors are. The first week of freshman year. Oh, we're talking about a week, all right? <laughs> to let our viewers know who we are, what we do... Who wants to start? Uh, because this is your podcast, Lou. I think you should start. Sure. Okay. Okay. I'm Louisa. People call me Lou. I'm from Rochester, New York. People say I have an accent. I was a landscape architect major, architecture major, and yeah, I'm no longer pursuing that. So, and I go to Cornell. So. Awesome. All right, uh, I'm Henry, I'm from London originally, and I am a chemistry and maths double major. Ooh, big fancy smart boy. Oh, trust me, I'm trusting my GPA begs to differ. I'm Hank Zakakis, uh, I'm from San Diego, and I'm representing the hotel school. <laughs> so yeah, we are all from Cornell. I plan on having future guests that are from different schools. Yeah, just to like... Make it more diverse because nobody wants to hear Cornell students talk about school all day. So, 
Why would you invite any of the lesser schools? <laughs> I think we can all agree hotel school is possibly one of the lesser schools. Aww, <laughs> you just had to bring it in-house, didn't you? Hank, I'm just kidding. It's all love. I mean, you make the most money graduating anyway, so That's I mean, true. you'll 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 get the Not love, wrong. right? Exactly, exactly. Okay, so I've I've compiled some questions to ask both of you regarding your major life at school. Oh boy, <laughs> the whole the whole shebang. So, the first question is: When people asked you what you wanted to be when you grew up, like grow up, what did you say? What was your like immediate response? Well, I think I think I said either chemist or happy. I can't remember. <laughs> I think it was one or the other. You can't be one and have the other. You exactly. Have to do one or the other. Exactly. I wanted to be a um, astronaut, really bad, Knew like, it. really bad. But I was also a kid who was really into military stuff, so I wanted to be like a space commander. Oh, oh my hey, god! Space Force. I mean, you still have that option. Space Force. Do you know Space Force is just a rebranding of an already existing branch? Well, to be honest, I mean, if it's showing up again and you want to do it, well, why not apply yourself? I don't think they actually go to space. At least they haven't yet. I told people that I wanted to be an architect. Wait, what are you doing now? Okay, so I plan on transferring to ILR. I'm still unsure of like the career path but they have a very broad program so they have a lot of options i'm, I'm detecting a career path beginning with l i think it's a lawyer that's probably what's going to happen with ilr considering that's where most ILR is. that is like 90 90 percent of ilr is pre-law 90 percent basically pre-law I'm, it's I'm, it's not a bad thing by any stretch i'm just saying is that that's probably what you're going to end up doing Maybe. I'm not sure. I, I'm i just ready for a new start. I'm so done with design. Literally hated it. New beginnings are coming. There you go. Start the process. Awesome. Yeah, new beginnings for all of us. Sophomore year, that's good. <laughs> I cannot believe that. This year literally flew by. I honestly, like, I don't see the hype about becoming sophomores because now we have, like, some responsibility as people on campus, like as freshmen, you can get away with like most shit. You always have an excuse and that's, I'm a freshman. You don't have that anymore. Like that's kind of, that kind of sucks. No, I, I feel like the added responsibility is good though, because I mean, I think by the time you're a sophomore, you really should be sorting out your crap. Most people who are sophomores are 19 or 20, like. That's so much work. Do you guys have like summer jobs? Are you like interning anywhere? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to start my own, uh, t-shirts, t-shirt design, not business, but I'm just trying to sell t-shirts basically. Very cool. Oh, that's, I saw the designs you made. Yeah. That's thanks, a, man. Slogan. That was funny. If anybody's listening, follow Cornell School of Memes. Yes. If you've anything you want to plug. This podcast is now sponsored by Cornell School of Memes. Cornell School <laughs> of Memes, the second best meme account. We don't get gold, but we accept silver. So for our next question, you I feel like these are so generic and boring, but anyway, okay. What made you decide your major and how different is it from what you expected? Yeah, I chose my school 
based on just the fact that that's where the real estate program was. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to go into. So I did that. And I was also thinking about choosing English. That was kind of another one. I was thinking about majoring in English or history instead. Interesting. But at, at the end of the day, just there's so many things I can like, there's a lot of different facets of business I can go to off the hotel school. So I think it's a, that's a choice I went with. And so, well, I chose chemistry major originally because my uh, granddad, I was just a scientist and a maths guy. And, uh, well, I was, yeah, I was basically that and more right, right side brain kind of guy instead of left side. So I had no artistic capability whatsoever. So I was like, all right, well, my life choices are pretty sort of narrowed down. I've got to go somewhere where I can actually use mathematical knowledge. And so I just decided doing chemistry because I thought it was pretty fun until I did chemistry. There you go. <laughs> promising. It always seems to break people. Well, it is promising, but I mean, I'm going to slug through it. It's not going to be too bad. I'll say my favorite days on campuses was the nights where there's a chemistry final the next day and I could just walk out of the library after finishing my work and not having anything the next day and just like seeing all the people still suffering at their desk. And I'm like, yes, I have no work tomorrow. It was the best part of my day. I was one of those people as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to feed off of your pain like a vampire. I think one of my favorite nights at Cornell, I think Hank was actually just like going to use like, hey, I need to I need to bake these cookies. <laughs> like we were, we were baking until 2 a.m. because my girlfriend asked me. To, she didn't she didn't actually she was just like, hey, can you bake me some cookies for the sale? Like we really need to like do this for a project. And I was like, yes, because of the, you know, because I wear my heart on my sleeve. I said, yes. And she said, thank you. I didn't know how many cookies she wanted. And so I thought it was something like 120 and it was actually only like 15 that she really oh, needed. Oh my God. I walked in with about 140 cookies. We actually, I actually miscounted. It was actually like 150. And then there was an extra sheet of 12 that Dana took. Oh my God. Dude, the fact that we did not need to cook or bake that many cookies has me spiraling right now. I am so angry. You texted me at like 10 o'clock and he goes, hey, I need to bake some cookies. Not a fuckload of cookies. He goes, some cookies. I agree. An hour goes by. I get invited to go out to fish bowls with like a few people. And I'm like, I said, Hank, there's so many times in your life at Cornell, you'll be able to go to you go out with your friends. But right now, I'm being, I, you bake cookies, man. That's so much more wholesome. This was, this was like February, March-ish. Yeah, I want to stay around there. Yeah. Well, it definitely wasn't, definitely wasn't April. I think it was, at least a, it was at least a full month before we left, dude. It was at least a full month. Yeah, I think it was right after that, though. I think I think it was, like, right after February break. Like, right afterwards. The craziest thing about that story was that I had only met her for, like, three weeks beforehand, and I was willing to go this far just because I, like... I know. You guys You guys have been dating for, like, a very short period of time when this happened. That's, ki- that's how I... Uh, that's how I kind of knew, like, you were, like... You really, really liked that girl. Because I was, like... I date like a play poker. I'm all in. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like, he's this boy's going deep. Like, okay, look, it's it's not the healthiest. It's not the healthiest, but you know what? I'm a wild-eyed loner with death in my eye. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> my major, briefly, I am 
a landscape architecture major. I technically still am. And I just, I came in with this like idea of what it would be like. And it was just not what I expected. And I learned a lot, but it just, I just can't sit in a studio all day and draw and do that type of thing. It's not for me. So basically you're saying you can't be part of the uh, architecture, arts, and what is it, planning kids? That. Well, I wasn't a part of that. I was in Cal's. So it was the modeling part that was fucking with you? If I have to make another freaking model, um, bad things would happen. So I can see you're probably very happy to be switching out of that then. Oh my god. You have no idea. I, I guess I'm making it out worse than it actually is, but I just... Sometimes I hold a grudge... Holding grudge against the entire subject. <laughs> I'd say it'd be unhealthy if you didn't. So this is kind of a side question, not really related to Cornell, but other schools. So what other schools did you apply to? Well, I mean, I applied to UK schools purely for masters in chemistry. And um would have been much cheaper as well, uh, looking back at it. But the fact is, is that um, I applied to Cornell ED because I just really wanted to go here. And then I found out I got in and I was just like, <laughs> I just went to my high school <laughs> people. See you later. I, I ain't coming back. For me, it was, um, so I did ED Cornell as well, but I got deferred first time through. So I did end up applying to pretty much the full plethora of schools. Um, I applied to uh, three or four UCs. I can't remember if I applied to Berkeley or not, but it was UCLA, UCSB, and um, UCSB. Mm -hmm. um, and I got denied from all of those, which sucked. Um, and also was unexpected. I thought I was just going to get into UCSB. Um, and then I also applied to Michigan. I applied to Michigan under history. And then I applied to NYU Tisch. I applied to U Virginia. I don't know. Out of, out of all the schools I applied to, Cornell was the only one that I was... Cornell and Northeastern the two that I was really, really hoping to get into. I, all the other ones were kind of just placeholders. Very nice. Well, I'm glad you're going to Cornell, so it's been good. Yes, we wouldn't have met. Isn't that crazy? Kind of weird how Hank and I originally became friends. It's literally, we met each other on the Cornell rugby team. Yeah, which I later dropped out of pretty much immediately. <laughs> we later dropped out of. We kind of like had a little, I'd say, I'd say like a month hiatus before we kind of. Yeah, something like that. And then we just we became best friends. seeing each other again. And then, oh, it was a good month. Well, yeah, you started dropping into Domlin. And then, so I started seeing you. In... Honorary D5 member. Of course. I remember walking in, and I just, <laughs> I hate that I'm going to say this, but I heard a British accent. <laughs> and I really wanted a British friend. So I was like, hey. Oh, my God, he's a token British friend. Why would you drop that bomb on him now like that? Oh, where'd that go? Well, to be honest, that's like how everyone identified me like during O Week and stuff. Like, oh, you're a British accent. And then one of my friends who, well, I'd say friends, like like classmates who I'm now, but um, basically they were just saying like a third of the people know who you are. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> like, no, it's all good. I'm like, oh, okay. But like O Week, I was just, it was just sort of like, I was very social. When I met you, I was just like, "Holy shit, it's another Henry." I, I was, I was just like, "You're, you're so easy." Your name was literally. I didn't remember your name once. Didn't need to ask for it again. To be fair, I did have a shirt that said Hank on it. You own a shirt with your name on it. Seriously, Is I wear this it all real? the time. Yeah, I wear it all the time. I've, I've not once seen you wear that shirt. Really, I wore it on. I wore it on the first day of O Week, and that's how I met a ton of people. I don't think I. I didn't know you O Week. 
No, we didn't meet all week. No. Your shirt say hi, I'm Hank. No, I just said Hank. Just straight up Hank. You just said Hank? No, no. It it no, I just said Hank. Very nice. I'll say I'll think about printing another one that fits a little better. V neck. Oh no. Not V neck. Wait, Hank, how did we meet? I because I can't Um, I was friends with Dana. And then I remember I stopped in That's your room right. and I saw you there. And I started talking to you and then we became friends with that. True, true. You can never not be friends with a hotel you know? I know. They'll make you your friend. Honestly, I think our Cornell, I feel like the hotel school have... I, mean, I know I rag on them all the time, but they're actually some of the loveliest people. And they're just all super nice and super friendly. I mean, they do have an air of superiority about them, which is pretty well warranted considering they are... They all, they, I mean, it's somewhat justified considering you do have the highest GPA on campus campus right that okay that's just because our classes are pretty uh, i didn't say that you said that no i don't know what i know saying. i know i realize that oh you fell into my trap huh do you have any like favorite classes that you've taken over the past year intro to computer science <laughs> tearing my hair out because i didn't know how to work python that's my favorite class of the year i'm gonna go and call bullshit on that one <laughs> you're so right i, I wonder i wonder how you uh, no, I actually, um, I, so I actually really liked general chemistry. Uh, I know everyone says, oh, don't know, absolutely. But I took, I took um, Chem 2150, which is sort of like putting Chem 2080 and Chem 2070 together. So for our listeners who are the class of 2024 and have, have not gone to Cornell yet, and you are also a STEM major, Gen Chem 2070 and Gen Chem 2080 are the two chemistry classes you'd usually take in your freshman year. I did both of them in my first semester, and honestly, I'd recommend doing that instead of doing the other two, because everyone else complains about the other two, and 2070 and 2080 are just much easier to do than the ones, because you kind of skip over some stuff that they already assume you know, which is kind of true. Good advice. One thing, which is basically the worst thing about that class was the labs, where you have to do one every week. And I was so bad at labs and I always spilt the chemicals on my stuff. I was wearing like a, I looked, I looked like Walter White. Like <laughs> I had a, had a t-shirt on cause it was hot weather. And then I'd always just like run to class. Cause I'm just like, Oh crap, I'm late. And then <laughs> the TA is just like, Henry, you managed to get here just in the nick of time. And I'm just huffing and puffing. <laughs> I'm just like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, good. <laughs> Everything's good. My favorite class was, um, I took these two seven-week courses that are taught by the um, the head of the English department. It's super fun. It's the idea of hospitality one and two. I, I, I love history and I love English. So it's something that kind of fits into my interests already. And as someone in the, hosp- like the hospitality school, it combined all three of those. Um, so it was just a class that I really enjoyed the subject matter. And I really, really enjoyed the, the professor. That's awesome. I don't exactly have a favorite class that I took. I liked all the classes I've, I've taken except for studio. <laughs> I took a plant science class last semester, fall semester, and I didn't necessarily like it, but we had these like labs. They weren't even labs. They were literally field trips to local farms, but we went to, it was so fun. Well, okay. So there were a couple days where we had these like really fun trips. We went to the greenhouses um, that are close to the dairy bar and we inoculated logs with like mushroom, some sort of like mushroom thing. I don't exactly know what it was. It was so much fun. And that was really fun. And we also, so we, we also went to the, the dairy bar and we had like a wine tasting, which was super fun. 
So that sounds so nice. Yeah, it was great. It seems like both of you enjoy your current major, which is good. Can't relate. Oh, okay, this is a good one. Describe the people in your major or like what is the stereotype? Ooh. <laughs> the stereotype, everyone knows what the stereotype for hotelies is, which is dumb rich kids um who take easy classes. That's that's kind of the theory. Yeah, I mean you do say it quite a bit, though. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, and there's also the thing that we're the most social people on campus, at least compared to Dyson. No, nah, but Dyson, Dyson are social purely because they're trying to network. And so when, like, 10 years later, when they're applying for jobs and you're hiring them, it's all like, hey, remember when we used to, like, kind of talk, like, 10 years ago? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what I think about hotels is that we, we network which just means that we talk to pretty much everyone we come across. It's We're all insanely extroverted. And the people who aren't extroverted are at the very least very socially like competent. Yeah, it's, it's and you know, in reality, that is the case a lot of the time. It's just a lot of very friendly, smart kids. That's <laughs> Obviously, there's a, there's a few people that, that do fit the stereotype very well. Um, I fit the stereotype to a degree as well. Uh, it's... Um, like it's just a generalization, but obviously there's going to be some standard deviations from the mean. But like, oh, sorry, we we can't even tell he's on the curve now. What about you, Henry? Uh, chemistry major people. Well, I mean, so my friends in chemistry major. I mean, uh, let's just say we're not we're not a normal bunch. I mean, you can kind of expect that from the chem and maths majors. Like most of the people that I've met are friendly, but it's competitive and you know what some of them lack a serious sense of humor i try and like i try and try uh crack a joke like about a homework thing and they just say that it could be funny i'm just like why do you have to wreck my vibe joy to people and all you guys are doing is just crapping on me i'm just like what are you doing i have a really good chemistry joke I do not want to hear it. I do not want to hear it. What do you call two sodium atoms or molecules or whatnot? I don't know. Tuna? If you have stopped tuning into our podcast, I apologize on behalf of all of Cornell. Oh my God. Wow. You're not an accurate representation <laughs> of the student body. <laughs> You're all much funnier than that. I can't humiliate myself in front of the two people that are going to actually listen to this. <laughs> I, I I have high hopes with... I have high hopes that... Let's hope so. Cross our fingers. I have very high expectations, Lou. I live by this quote from Phil Dunphy. You've seen Modern Family, right? I was expecting Mark Twain or something. No, no. (laughs) Phil Dunphy is my king. Um, Oh my god, what did he say? The best thing that could happen to a human being can happen to you if you just lower your expectations, which is so true. Honestly, I I, I know who Phil Dunphy is. I feel I. If I could choose a person to represent him, like in my life, it'd probably be Hank, purely because I think he and Phil are so similar. That's true. I mean, who else wears Hawaiian shirts? I exude a lot of dad energy. I've been told. I mean, you don't have the dad bod just yet, so you know what? You still got things going. Dad energy, nonetheless. Not yet. I'm on my way. I'll get there eventually. Very nice. Okay, those were all the questions I had that were relatively engaging. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? International Students and Orientation Week, which is, if you're doing Orientation Week, do not do the Cornell sort of Orientation Week for international students if you want to be, like, social with everybody else. Because you just get... That is good advice. You get put into... uh, I just say... I mean, all the international students 
are just kind of shy and they're kind of just hard to break out of their shell. And all these American kids, well, I found out, were just very sort of chatty. And I was just like, oh, hello, nice to meet you. And they were just like, oh my goodness. Welcome to home, too. You're from Europe. And I, yeah. and I say, yes, I'm from Europe. You must be from Kansas or something like that. And I just, and it just made for great conversation. It was just very nice to just be social. So if you want to be very social and you're an international student, then I'd recommend you not doing the sort of the interna- uh, international, the Cornell organized international student pre orientation or orientation. I have one thing to add too. Um, during your commencement speech, um, it might be stated the amount of states out of the United States that are represented in the in the class. If it's 49 out of 50 states, you need to discover what state is missing and then hunt down the person from like the least populous state under that, right? So if they're from like Montana, you're looking for like South Dakota and you just got to find those people and make an alliance. And- well, yeah, we didn't have anyone from Montana in our year, Yeah, right? we didn't have anybody from Montana. I mean, I mean, who else would come from Montana? Like a bison? That's tragic. I've been to Montana and not to trash on everybody in Montana, but the people I did see in Montana were not painting a good picture. Well, okay, my geography for America is off. So where is Montana? Is it West Coast? It's up Middle East. Sorry, not Middle East. <laughs> the Midwest. So, okay, we go, I, think, I, think it's, I think it's called the Midwest. Even I know that. I think you're ahead in the game. <laughs> it's not the colonies anymore, asshole. Bro, I remember when New York wasn't even a thing. It was New Amsterdam. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. But let's talk about some quarantine stuff as well. How have you guys been hanging over quarantine? Uh, okay. It's it's fine, I guess. <laughs> Lou. Oh, no. Like, definitely, definitely had some... I think my work ethic improved purely because, I mean... I was just focusing so much more on my work and just like not texting people. I just thought, you know what, actually, this is pretty good. Like, I mean, not pretty good, the fact that we're having it, but the fact is I learned a lot of good sort of study habits. I mean, my mental health went down the drain, but so did everyone else. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to cry about it because like everyone else feel the exact same way. And so they all getting themselves together. And I'm going to do the same. I wish I could say the same about my study habits. Just because everyone's in the same boat doesn't mean it doesn't suck when it rocks. That's true. But at the same time, it's just sort of like, I'm with my sister now. I'm happy. It's all good. I think I've been doing better now that I just like know that all my classes are done for the spring. Like, obviously I'm starting classes tomorrow, but it's new. It's wait. What? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I have um summer classes because I want to get yourself? ahead. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. All right. Okay, that's that's very fair. But at the same time, like that's just oh, that's beastly, Lou. That's beastly. Oh, technical difficulties. That's what happens when you live in Rochester. Yeah, it seems things are going badly. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. My study habits literally opposite of yours, Henry, just went down the drain. I I just had such a bad like a hard time focusing and you know just getting stuff done which is horrible but my mind was just preoccupied with the problems in our world (laughs) everyone over quarantine got to like experience what it's like to have adhd for the first time and honestly that felt very satisfying because i was just like now everyone know now everyone knows how i feel all the bloody time (laughs) that's what it's like yeah i have started running a lot though Hank, you'll be proud because because we did this 5K in October, was it? And I just, I got whipped and then I almost ate shit. That so. was a fun 5K. 
That was that was a fun day. I know, but you didn't, and you finished the race. That's the that's the important part. Oh, Kai. So basically, I was uh, so over over quarantine, right? I was just like minding my own business, and then I get so I'm like part of a frat, and uh, I'm looking at my frat group chat. And all of a sudden, I'm just seeing, oh, Blank has tested for coronavirus. And then everyone else has started getting tested. This happened like two weeks ago. Yeah, and I, I was just like, oh, my goodness. I hope the frat shit. Well, all the seniors living in house because they're just like, oh, I don't. It's just like, this is cool now. Like, I want to just enjoy myself. I'm like, I get that. But at the same time, that was stupid. Well, I mean, it wasn't stupid. I understand. It was just like, it was unfortunate. I'd say mostly. Someone I know who's the freshman joining the frat is actually staying with the frat over for part of summer. Or I think, no, until like the end of the school year and then part of summer before heading back. Um, that was literally going to be my, that was literally going to be my plan until my sister's just like, wait, hang on. I can get you out and into Boston. I'm like, oh shit, sign me up. <laughs> well, apparently he's entering the armed forces for next year too. So he's going to be gone. He's not here. He's not here next year. Yeah. Is he a senior? Oh no, no, no. He's uh, he's a freshman with us. You've pro- you probably met him before. I won't say his name here, but you've probably met him before. I think I've introduced you. Yeah, that's uh, apparently it's present common. Well, I mean, not in the UK because we are not as I'd say patriotic. That's just uh, I know it's it's Israel, it's uh, South Korea. Is it? Actually, I don't know if it's mandatory in South Korea. I think it's I think it Singapore. is in South Africa though. Oh yeah, it's Singapore. Singapore is what I'm thinking of. Oh. Any last words? Anything you want to plug? Uh, to, to all our readers, we hope you enjoyed this and to the class of 2024. The beginning of this year will be a little bit rough, but we hope that you enjoy it and we hope you guys come back next time. And I hope to see here both of you guys on a future episode. Also follow my Instagram, HangsyGagin. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. You know what's even better than listening to this podcast? Recommending it to a friend and returning for future episodes. Make sure to follow Best Years on Instagram at Best Years Podcast and to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. This show is edited, hosted, produced, and managed by Louisa Welty, and the intro music is by Sean Yu. Thanks for tuning in.